All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me uh, for another episode of PRI Talk. Uh, this is, as always, Jason Bibbler. Um, I do want to say from the start that um, I am not talking about recruiting today. Um, I'm going to touch on some volleyball stuff. I am going to co- touch on some coaching stuff, but but not talking about recruiting. Um, this is going to be a very uh, personal episode. So if you are one of the people that that chime in to hear me talking about recruiting um, and you don't care about um, the other stuff, uh, you can feel free to skip this episode. Um, but just want to want to get that um, clear at the beginning. Um, I will also say that I, I do not have any notes right now. Um, so I am speaking um, somewhat emotionally as far as kind of everything that's that's transpired in um, the last 48 hours um, on social media. And hopefully for, for the people that know me, um, listening to what I'm about to talk about will probably not come as much of a surprise. Um, but um, for, for maybe some people that don't know me as well, um, this will be beneficial, good, um, or whatever. So this is a, a personal topic um, and it is my podcast. So I get to talk about whatever, uh, whatever I want. Um, but, but I, I, I do, I am going to imply it into some, some, some coaching stuff and into a little bit of volleyball, at least from a, from a personal um, you know, relational perspective. Um, so, so what happened, um, was a couple days ago, um, someone posted a, I guess you could call it a meme, um, on, on their page and I'll, I'll try to describe it as best I can. I don't know if I'll, I'll, I'll do really enough to describe it. Um, not that it's complicated, but, but hopefully you can get the picture. Um, in the meme is a picture of a wall and there's, I think, um, a woman with some, some spray cans. Okay. And on the wall are the words, um, protect our daughters, um, or protect your daughters, something like that. Um, I don't remember if it was your or yours, but protect your daughters. Um, and this phrase is crossed out. Okay. Um, and underneath, um, the phrase that is crossed out was written, educate your sons or educate our sons. I can't remember the, the, the specific semantics of it. I don't know if it necessarily matters. Um, so basically the meme was saying that, um, you know, we don't need to protect, be protecting our daughters. We need to be educating our sons. Um, so this, this concept strikes me as, um, a little bit crazy. I don't, I don't believe that this is an either or, um, situation. Um, so I, I commented, um, on, on the Facebook post, which I know every great story starts with, uh, so I commented on a Facebook post, um, but feel very strongly about uh, a little bit of this and I'll get into that here in a little bit. But, um, but I commented, uh, and asked the question, um, why can't we do both? Why can't we both educate our sons and protect our daughters? Um, why do, why can we only do one of these things? Right. And I didn't say all that. I just, the, the basic question, why can't we do both? That was what I, what I posed. Um, so through several, uh, other people's comments, um, some, uh, some actually agreeing with me and then telling me also explaining why I was wrong, kind of in the same sentence, um, which was, was interesting and, and kind of, 
uh, weird to me. Um, but uh, had, had a couple comments of that. Nothing, nothing bad. Um, nothing kind of out of the ordinary. It seemed fairly normal. Hey, you know why? Why can't we do both? Please explain this to me. Uh, the necessity of only doing one of these things. Um, and and so so then um, someone commented um, that because I was a man um, that I wasn't allowed to have an opinion on this matter. And by even posing the question, I was being rude and disingenuous and something else. Um, so I am a person uh, that does not um, really buy into that you should personally attack other people on social media. Not a huge fan of that. Um, so I blocked this person. Um, I do that on social media. I unfollow, I hide, I mute people, um, and I block people. If, if you're going to personally attack me on social media, I just don't um, have any any kind of tolerance for that whatsoever. And it was always... Um, and this is not anything new for me. Um, I, uh, I remember long ago, gosh, uh, when I was first an assistant making like a comment, kind of an aside comment about unfriending someone on, on, on Facebook or something. And just the, the gasps from my players. Why, why would you, why would you unfriend someone? That's so, and I'm, you know, I didn't seem like a, a huge deal. It doesn't seem like a huge deal, um, to me. So, um, I learned uh, several years ago, um, that I only needed to surround myself with people that were invested in me, um, with people that cared about me and who I was as a person. Um, and so someone throwing and spouting things off that doesn't really know me at all, um, really anything about me, um, and saying untrue things about me on a, on a public forum. I just, I don't have any tolerance for that whatsoever. I have none. Um, and, and I had kind of made the statement that it doesn't matter to me who you are. Um, so, so when, when someone says that I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed to have an opinion on this matter, I'd, I, I, I took that, um, very personally. Um, and, and, and I can kind of explain maybe a little bit why, um, when I got into coaching volleyball, the first thing that I wanted to do actually, when I left, um, the Academy was, uh, be a youth pastor. Um, my youth pastors had such a huge influence over me, um, through junior high and high school that I wanted to, uh, do the same kind of thing. Um, and when I was, uh, the first opportunity I had to merge that with, with volleyball, um, I took it. Um, I loved playing volleyball. I'd never coached before. You know, my first job was at a small, small two way private high school, um, as a JV coach, it's actually where I met my wife. Um, and, and so, um, so that was my first job and it was, it was the, the combining of the two things that I really, I really loved, right. Volleyball and, and, um, you know, uh, uh, Jesus being able to, to talk to, to students and, and athletes about Christ. And I thought that was a, a fantastic, um, thing for me. And so that, that was what drove me into coaching. And I found through coaching one that I was good at it. And two, that I could still impact, um, athletes in, in, in a positive manner or, or in a good way and be a good influence, um, for them through, through coaching. And that led into, you know, college and, and whatever. So, 
so when when um when when i i've coached or, or co i did coach uh obviously i don't anymore um but for a solid 15 16 years coached um hundreds at least a hundred if not maybe a couple hundred uh different um female athletes from ages you know 15 until they're 21 you know in in college um and and i felt very strongly um that entire time that um part of what my job was um as a coach was to um protect them um not not that they couldn't protect themselves or fend for themselves but for for any of you that are around youths for a long time there's a lot of bad stuff that happens to them there's a lot of nasty stuff that happens um to them and and um girls and boys both um and so i i i felt like that was a big part of my role and, and obviously i wasn't going to be able to protect them from everything unfortunately um i don't know if any of us can do that but um the the had several athletes that i know um you know in in high school and in college you know did not have um really a, a father figure um and so me you know not trying to fill that role necessarily but just be um someone in their in their life and be there for them i felt like that's part of what i was supposed to be doing um as a as a as a as a big brother if you want to say it that way um was totally fine with with that role and and i don't know um in in doing it for for 15 years um and having um you know one uh one player in a specific situation where where uh because of lots of different reasons um and it still it still breaks my heart and i honestly can't even um i'm surprised i'm even bringing it up honestly but um you know committed suicide and and just um like the pain and the hurt and like the next day for me was awful um just losing um an athlete that i had coached in in such a horrible incident like that um but i so so obviously i didn't i mean can't protect everyone right um and, and not that they they young women can't defend themselves okay so we're back again at the the either or why can't you do both type of thing um i always wanted to and this came out a lot more um when i became a college coach but i always wanted the athletes that i coached to um to feel like that they um could defend themselves stand up for themselves um and and protect themselves from from bad people because there are bad people out there um we do not live in an ideal idealistic world um to where everything is perfect okay um so if if i can't be the one like throwing myself at whatever is is hurting them or about to hurt them or whatever um if if i can't pick a fight with whoever or or knock somebody out if if they're hurting one of my players and i can't like just physically beat the crap out of that person then i definitely want to the to put them in a position where they can do everything they can to protect themselves right so 
uh, might not be like there physically, but but helping do it indirectly. Um, and, and I said this, um, gosh, I feel like I said it every year and maybe I didn't, but I told all my players, I said, if you get in an uncomfortable situation, if you get in a bad situation and you feel like you're backed into a corner, you kick that guy in the nuts and you run away and you call me and you call the assistant, you call whoever, the police, call somebody, okay? Um, get someplace safe. But you, and and I, um, they would laugh sometimes, not all the time. Like the girls that had heard it before maybe weren't laughing for the first time. They think it's funny. Like they think I'm, I'm, uh, um, uh, I used to say like, um, you know, you need to finish people off, right? You stick your head in the door, you stick their head in the door and you, and you slam the door on their head. Like you finish them. Like that's an analogy when you're playing volleyball, right? You need to finish off the match and that kind of stuff. Maybe it's a little bit intense for, for some people, but I think that they, they thought at first that I, I was, uh, sort of making a joke. Um, but I would always say very seriously that I was serious. Like if you get in a situation, never feel like you can't defend yourself and, and you should. Um, you should always feel like you can can defend yourself and fight and, and not feel guilty or shame for for um, putting some some jerkweed um, out um, for a few minutes while you get to safety. And this and, and, and this happened um, at, at a match um, at, at a certain place. Um, I won't get into two specifics, but but the the crowd was full of a bunch of college boys that were being stupid, and I, I won't say men because they definitely were not being men. I'll get to more of that here in a little bit. They were being stupid college boys. One of my players squirted uh, uh, her water bottle at them, um, and they kind of freaked out. And one came on the floor and touched me. And parents got involved, and the the people that were there working the volleyball tournament they did a terrible job um, of, of handling the situation, um, in in my opinion. Um, at least in that moment, they did some things afterwards to to sort of make up for it. But um, but I I told her that do not feel bad about what you did. Like you felt like in that situation, that was what you needed to do. You you should do it. And there was a parent there at the match, not of one, of, not on my team, obviously. Um, but there was a parent there at the match that said that my player was was in the wrong. And I told her, look, I said the second that we the second that we start putting our female athletes, our, our young women um, in a position where they don't think they can defend themselves when, when they're being attacked physically, verbally, whatever, the second that we put them, the second that we put them in a position where they don't think they can defend themselves, then we're doing something wrong. We're doing something insanely wrong. Um, and, and, and again, always going to do things to protect my players, always, 100% of the time. Um, always going to do things that are going to keep them safe and healthy um, and try to protect them from everything that I can. Um, so when, um, when another athlete um, was, uh, gosh, is it, I don't know the technical term, sexually assaulted, physically assaulted by some guy. Um, basically she got groped at a gas station. Um, when when she had the opportunity to go to court and um, basically put that person in jail and chose not to because she didn't want to have to see this person. Um, and she asked me a question that, um, gosh, I don't like it. It didn't hurt necessarily, um, but I was I was kind of surprised by, by the question. But she asked if I was mad at her. And I said, no, not at all. 
you you need to do what's best for you. And that, and if you feel like that, like emotionally and mentally and, and spiritually, like you don't want to go see this person again, then I will 100%, always 100% back you up. And, and I think that's like that, that was the hardest part for me is someone that constantly fought so hard for my athletes to do everything that I could to help them, protect them, guide them, um, support them in, in whatever they needed or wanted. Um, you know, I, I said, you want me to go down there with you? I will. You want me to bring five other people down there with you? We'll do it. Um, but I was not upset or mad at her in the least for, for making that choice. Um, again, doing everything that I can to protect and help my athletes, not that they aren't incapable of protecting themselves, but, but we need to be surrounded with people that we know and can count on and that we can depend on them. We need to be surrounded with those people, um, you know, rain or shine for, for, for better or for worse. Right. Um, and so, so, so the idea that we can only do one of those two things just absolutely blows my mind. And, and yes, we need to educate boys. I've got three. I also have a daughter and you can darn well sure, uh, be sure that I'm going to protect my little girl, just like I would protect all of my players. Um, because that I looked at them as they were like all my baby sisters. Um, I never had a baby sister. Um, but that's how I, I, you know, looked at them and, and tried to treat them and, and look after them with, with everything that was going on and darn sure I'm going to do everything I can to protect my daughter. So don't tell me that what I'm doing, um, is wrong or that I'm misguided, um, in, in any way, shape or form, because people that are, if people are making that kind of statement about, um, someone like myself, they obviously don't know what I've been doing for the last 15 years, obviously. Um, and, and don't know how I woke up early and stayed up late at night worrying about whether or not my kids, my athletes were, were safe, you know? Um, so, so that's, that is that situation. Um, I, let me, let me say this kind of in, in closing and, and I'll be done, um, with my monologue, but if for all of my, my male coaching friends out there, um, that are listening to this. Um, if you don't feel the same way that I do, um, you should, um, those players that you have under your care depend on you and count on you, um, more than just you educating the other boys around you. Okay. Um, that I think is obviously a positive thing. If you're in a position where you can do that, then hundred percent do it. Um, but don't just stand on the sidelines um, help protect, engage, give empower, right. Empower the young women that you have with the ability, um, or, or the, 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 the knowledge to help themselves, to stand up for themselves, defend themselves. Um, that to me is just as, just as necessary, um, than uh, as just being there in person, right um, empower them to, to do those things. That's if, if you are a male coach listening to this, you need to be doing that. That needs to be your role. We've got to have men, um, in, in volleyball, um, that, um, that are doing those things. Um, 
having having positive impacts, um, protecting, empowering um, young women, so that so that you know we don't we don't have situations where our athletes are are hurt, or at least we have fewer of them. Because I don't, I mean, again, we can't protect our kids from everything. I, as a dad, I totally get that. Um, we can't protect our kids from everything, but we can darn well try. And I, uh, and I actually looked this word up. I will, I will vehemently, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I looked it up vehemently, something like that. I will, I will. And I did, um, I will vehemently, sorry, I'm saying that word too many times, <laughs> but I will, I will defend and protect my players and my former players to this day. If, and if they don't know this, then I'm sorry, then, but they should know this, that I will always have their back and always be here for them. Um, and, and my players that know that will always know that, um, just like I do for my, for my own kids. Um, so, so that's the, the first part. Um, but, but I think, sorry, not the first part, but, but being there as, as a male coach and, and, and women coaches, um, I think you can do the same thing. Um, put yourself in a position to where you um, can protect your players and, and do what you need to do to, to keep them safe. And again, I don't. It, it to me, it sounds like I'm I'm saying stuff that doesn't need to be said, but apparently it does. Um, we need people in our young athletes, young women, young men. We need people in their lives that are going to um, teach them, educate them, empower them, but also protect them. Like we, we've got to have people surrounding our youth that are that are there for them, that they can depend on, that they can count on, um, and and that just that needs to happen. Um, so that I think that's it. Um, yes, we should definitely be doing both. I, I, I do not understand any sort of idea or notion to where we're only doing one of those things. Um, even if it might sound like the quote unquote better one to be doing, I, I it just does not, um, make sense to me. I, I, I feel like I feel very strongly about that after coaching women's volleyball for 15, 16 years, I know countless other coaches, um, that feel the same way that look as their look on their athletes as their, their baby sisters and daughters, um, that, that, that have that, um, big brother mentality. Um, I, and I, and I don't think that's wrong. Um, I, I know very few coaches, um, if any, and I probably don't know any very few coaches, male or female, doesn't matter. Um, I know very few coaches that would not like fight tooth and nail for their kids. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. So um, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Like I said, personal, somewhat emotional. Um, and, uh, and that's it. Hopefully, hopefully you guys listened uh, to the end, but man, been thinking about all that stuff. Um, for the last, uh, 24 hours for sure. And, um, just, uh, hopefully maybe you guys get to know me a little bit more, um, and understand what, I mean, what coaches are doing, right? I mean, this is, like I said, I know many coaches and I actually don't know any that don't feel the same way. Right. Um, if that makes sense, um, the, the coaches that I know 
they're going to fight for their athletes constantly on the court, off the court. Um, in, in every situation, they are going to do everything they can to protect them and keep them safe and fight for them. And, and that shouldn't be a bad thing. Um, so that's where we're at. Um, coaches, y'all are doing an awesome job. Um, keep it up. Athletes, if you're listening to it, thank your coaches um, for everything they do for you. Parents, um, thank your coaches for everything that you do. And parents, thank you for everything that you do to protect your kids. Because I know parents, y'all do a lot of stuff and you work really hard. Um, and, and you know, you guys as parents, like I said, as I know, you do everything you can to put your kids in a good position to protect them and you fight for them um, and you empower them. So just keep doing all of it. Don't just pick one thing, do all of it. All right. Thanks guys. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com check out my blog or reach out to me directly. If you have any other questions, you can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at parallel recruiting initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.